0: sucker's going up. Welcome back, everyone, to the Midweek Footsie. This is the part of the Playing Footsie podcast where we save it for the midweek and we answer a question that's been asked for you by you in the comments, Um, whether that's uh, on the Spotify comments or the... Other podcasts wherever it is uh Google's podcast comments or the five star reviews, or of course in the YouTube comments or on the discord, we answer a lot from the discord as well and Instagram uh, at playing footsie and uh briscoe underscore investing uh I get loads of questions on there and they always make it onto here as well but this week uh i've got Steve D and Steve W to answer a question from chimpy thirteen he asks he or she asks um they ask. In the event of legitimate, in the event of a legitimate stock market crash, and you found yourself in a situation where you had little cash available to take up, to take advantage of the discounted prices for companies available, how would you free up funds to invest? If you would do such a thing, of course. Um, right. So, uh, if there's a crash and you've got no cash left. Uh, I think there's someone in this room that definitely doesn't have any room to put any more money in. Um, how would you free up money to to buy your favorite doomsday stock?
1: Yeah, I'm a bit wary about this question, to be honest. I mean, last time we tackled ISO Investor's doomsday question, the arse fell out the market and we ended up kind of making our own prophecies coming true a little bit. Um, <laughs> but, you know, maybe once is not enough for me to think that there, we might be... Um, in danger of tempting fate in any way. I think this is a really good question, uh, for what it's worth. Um, I have a kind of grudging respect for Cathy Wood here. In fact, not really a grudging respect. I think she talks the right game here, and I think probably does the right thing here. I mean, she has an idea that when the market, not just entirely the market crashes, but when her kind of part of the market, the side that she's exposed to, the kind of somewhat speculative, uh, high-growth um, stocks whose earnings are out in front of them fall out of fashion... What she says uh, they do at Arc is sell off some of their kind of legacy holdings and trade their way into uh, the things they have the most conviction on. I think that's probably the right thing to do. So, I mean, if the market kind of fell, I'd be looking and seeing at what's falling, working out where I think kind of the most obvious and best returns are and kind of heading for those using some of the stuff that I have. So I'm not so much thinking of selling the dip or particularly, but I'm thinking of kind of moving around in the dip uh, potentially. Um If I had a way of kind of pulling more money out of somewhere and investing that into the market, I mean, I probably would in that situation. I wouldn't be tempted to throw my emergency fund at it, though. I've heard that as a strategy kicked around um, and someone I read said, yeah, if the market goes down further, I can always chuck the emergency fund in. I wouldn't chuck the emergency fund in. That's not what the emergency fund is for. Um, If you we can talk a bit more about emergency funds if you like, but. If I had money lying around there, I probably wouldn't be tempted to throw that in. I'd rather um, move around in the dip, I guess, rather than kind of buying or selling the dip would be my strategy here.
0: Mm. Um, can Can I cover definitely what you shouldn't do first? Because I think that is more important Sure. right on this one. Um, Leave first... your
2: kidneys alone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's mad. Um, Yeah, so, um, what you shouldn't do. Let's talk about what you shouldn't do. Now, I can't speak about this from personal experience because I've... uh, It's funny enough, I did a whole piece on this, uh, for a video just recently, so I've got this actually, uh, in my head, um... I've never been through a downturn. I have to admit that I I don't class this one as a little downturn and I don't class March 2020 as a downturn. Not a real one where it's painful for two and a bit years and we still don't see a recovery for another two years after. I've never been through that, so I don't know what it feels like and I don't know how scared I would be or how brave I would be. Uh, But from what I've read and from what I get from listening to other people is don't ever put yourself in a position where you will be forced to sell those stocks. And that's from an emotional position or a financial position, or even more importantly right now, a margin position. So don't ever put yourself in a position where someone else decides for you to sell that stock. So lots of people trading on margin right now. Uh I just released something on Instagram today actually which showed uh, 80% of people using CFD on trading 212 to to were in the buy category. So uh during the month of January, 80% of the people launched buy um buy deals on Tesla, the Nasdaq and uh, two others and they were the most popular CFD trades uh of january and they must have all got the margin calls kicked out of them because that would have been so dangerous uh so those people lost a lot of money so that that and that goes with that goes for taking out margin as well there's a couple of people and and what surprised me is sven carlin said uh, during the dip in march 2020 uh That he took out leverage, and that did surprise me when he said that because I thought oh that that's quite a dangerous move but he he did it in a very calculated way, and not to mention he has also become financially three free three times over so that guy has a lot of cash spare to be able to take a much higher risk and i said this about meet kevin as well uh again this guy has sold all of his stocks to get uh, to get out of the market and try and time the market for march the guy has 20 million on his books he can do that he has enough money he's financially free multiple times over he is able to do that unfortunately me and probably a lot of the people that are listening to this podcast are not financially capable of doing that and you need to stay... Oh, sorry, not advice, but I need, personally, when I talk about it myself, I need to stay in the market and I need to not allow something else to control when I sell my stocks. And that might include emergency fund. I don't 100% follow the... the same advice that Steve W just given there on the emergency fund, but that would be personal choice. I, I know that's, that's a weird one to think, but I'd have to explain that later. Uh, but definitely no leverage, no fucking taking out loans to pay for stocks because you just don't know where the market's going to go and you don't know what that is. I, I know it sounds great buying, you know, taking out a 20 grand loan, at point eight five percent if you think you can get that or even a 20 grand loan, on uh, a buy now pay later so pay it back in a year or so but you've got to have a really good payment plan there and you've got to have a really good job to pay back pay that payback uh pay that payment plan back and if you have got a really good job to pay that payment black payment back why the hell don't you have that money already and that's that's just it just my head just doesn't conceive that unfortunately emergency fund Mm. maybe if you what you have to do is you have to consider how safe your job is. And personally, right now I don't have a job. So my emergency fund will be staying where it is. Um, uh, There's no doubt about that, but maybe if you've got a public sector job that is extremely safe, you know, a safe as houses kind of job and you're not willing to, you're not wishing to leave it anytime soon, possibly at that time, as long as it is your first priority is maybe to build it back up immediately. I think that's, a potential um thing to do but it would be under very specific circumstances and that's where i that's the only time i'd really consider it against what steve said so yeah what not to do that's what i was covering um i'm sure steve steve d had something to say about
2: that well i was just gonna say there is things you shouldn't shouldn't probably do um you don't want to go remortgaging your house you don't want to go taking out leverage Um, You probably don't want to go jumping straight into options if you don't know anything about options players. Um, But I would lean towards um, probably teachings of Housel on this one, psychology of money book, that you should always have more cash than you need, um, even beyond your emergency fund. I think everybody thinks they're prepared for the the first crash, and you can do all the things you want to do to prepare yourself for it. But the only real protection you have against it is cold, hard cash. And there's a lot of people out there who like to be idealistic and tell you that, um, oh, you're going to lose that to inflation or blah, 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 blah. But um, you won't be able to get over the feeling of a 30% drop in a day or a 25% drop in a day, and then it continues. It's it's uh, it's a shocker. So, But I'm going to go with Steve, actually. Um, I actually like what Kathy says about this. Uh, rotate out of the things that you're not – so convinced about into the things that you definitely are because that makes them easier to hold um one of the things for oldie always tells us um, he'd be a good guest um is to um <laughs> basically order your stocks by conviction um so get all your stocks put them in a list and then rank them one to whatever in conviction and when a downturn comes around you pull that list up you make sure you're still happy with your conviction and then if you really want to, rotate into those companies. Um, so, yeah, a few things. Always have cash. Never get yourself into a situation where you won't have some cash. Uh, get your stocks into conviction. That, sorry, order. just to
0: clarify, is that cash to buy or cash for your own, like an emergency fund?
2: Keep the cash in your account. Don't put it in your trading 212 account. Don't put it in your brokerage. Just keep it set to one side. Um, it's always the it's always best to have a few grand here that, that you could throw into the market uh, if, if you needed to outside of your emergency fund. Um, but, yeah, that's what I would do. Rotate into stocks that you are more convinced about. Find out what stocks you're most convinced about and never get yourself into a situation where you don't have cash to put into the market should you need it because that's where your big returns will come from.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I mean, doesn't that go against the whole time in the market versus time in the market ideal or is that – there is a time where you can time
2: the market. Though, if you look at it, all stocks are eighty-five <laughs> percent down. You can think, I think I'm going to do. it. I'm going to get somewhere near the bottom here. Um, <laughs> that's it. It's not about looking for the the thing with timing the market. It's not about finding the bottom. It's about finding prices that you're happy with. And Man. if the market drops by a considerable amount, you're going to find a lot of prices you're happy with. Um, so that is We're starting the best to see that now. Action, aren't
0: we? Action, we are starting to see that now. Somewhat. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, finding cash for me—I've uh, managed to. I think I've just about. We're in February now. I think I've just about found the cash to fill my ISA with now, uh, and hopefully that's going to start piling in towards the end of the end of March. I think I'm saving it at the moment because I'm waiting on waiting on a couple of things to to pull off with my own life. But um, I think in March I could fill my ISA, or at least get extremely close to it and um yeah so how i found that cash is i've kind of kept things back and i've budgeted and i've been a lot more frugal over the past two to three months ever since i quit my job so I, uh, technically i've been out of my job since september and officially i left my job in december i got my p four five. so in that time i've been a lot more frugal i've been paying the minimum amount to myself and kind of not not being living the 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 crazy luxury life that i used to live uh i've still been going out and stuff don't get me wrong but i i've tried to pull it back a bit in in the in the attempt to fill my eyes out because um i, I, I mean to be honest with you mate I, i've been earning more money since i left my job so uh that's been that's been quite good but um yeah these all needs to be taxed and blah 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 but uh i i think uh, I would, and I and I have even during this correction now, uh, even though they've been coincidental and probably serendipitous, um, I've I've been saving for it, and that's how I've done it. I've just pulled back and been a bit more frugal, and it, where where I was saving maybe thirty to forty percent of my uh, paycheck, I've actually been saving more like fifty to sixty, maybe even seventy percent of it, and uh, that's how I've been doing it. So. Um, maybe may in a big downturn that's what i consider doing i may go, i may just consider going go without food for three weeks and <laughs> and slamming it all into socks and and just begging on the street or something speaking of which paul how is your diet that going um not very well i must admit i oh. I, I think I'm, i think i'm gonna do it i think i'm gonna do it but in the la- past few days i've had so much stress going on uh, i think uh the stress eating has happened uh, but yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm going to cover it. I just I don't feel as fit as I thought I would. But I've got. I'm going to go even harder as I uh, in the next month as well. <laughs> so I'm going to go back and do it again. But I must admit, if I do pass, yeah. In fact, if I do pass that diabetes, sorry to go on a tangent here, but if I do pass that diabet, all three of them or all four of them, I will get a grand back from diabetes. So there's another grand that could go into my portfolio uh, straight away, and obviously I did well on crypto, and I've sold a lot of my crypto stock, or I got margin called. Uh, sorry, not I stopped lost a lot of my sorry not margin called. I stopped lost a lot of my crypto. Uh, so I only have, yeah, I only have half of my crypto. I've only got about nine hundred dollars to a grand in crypto right now um in comparison to the two and a half that i did have uh it all got stopped out and i went let's say what that's gonna be better in my eyes right now i'm gonna feel a lot better about it in my eyes so that's what i took um but i made so much money on crypto it's it's incredible and yeah. uh, i probably only put a couple of hundred quid into that um yeah, so sorry, uh, gone on a tangent there. You'd asked me about diet, and I started talking about crypto. What what a what a silly day. Typical anyway, crypto fun. <laughs> anyway, I think the lesson here that we we kinda wanna uh push out to people is is avoid margin, don't get caught swimming naked and um just li- live off noodles for a month if you want to really put some money in. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much guys for listening Uh, I'd love to hear your questions any more questions leave them in the comments below ask them on the Discord, ask them on Instagram uh, ask them on the Spotify rating system Uh, give us 5 stars, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you on Sunday